welcome to the Prigya Rora show where we discuss law innovation and entrepreneurship with people who have been there and done that my name is Prigya Rora founder of PA Legal and today we have Mr Branding himself who is a global branding expert Mr Andy Stallman welcome Andy on the show Hello, Pigya. How are you doing? Uh, it's great to be here with you and with all your audience. And fantastic, that, fantastic that we can have the opportunity to discuss about so many interesting matters. Thank you so much, Andy, and thank you for your time. I know you are so busy with everything, and still you found, uh, took out time for this podcast. I'm really happy to be here with you. Ah, uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. So, Andy, let's begin with your story and how did you enter into the field of branding and become the person you are today? Well, I, I think uh, that my journey in the branding world it's a mixture of serendipity, uh, destiny, and uh, and good luck. Um, I didn't study branding. As a matter of fact, I studied business administration, uh, journalism, and international relations. Um, and now I am considered one of the top <laughs> branding experts in the world. So, you know, um, but it, it's interesting because if you, if you look inside the word branding, you will find Andy. So uh, we were not looking for each other, but we were meant to be together. So... Uh, here we are, Brandon and Andy, uh, together forever. And I'm, I'm happy that I finally got to discover my passion for brands and for branding and vice versa. Wow, Andy, this is the best answer I've ever heard that branding uh, branding has Andy in it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so wonderful to hear that from you. So, uh, Andy, these days we see, uh, you know, things moving towards some some people will say personal branding is the best. Some people will come and say, no, we should build up brands and organizations and things like that. What, in your opinion, has changed over the years regarding personal brand and the organizations? Well, I think that the, the game changer uh, was internet. Yeah, uh, we can divide the story of brands uh, before the internet and after the internet. Mm. And with the internet, a, a whole new um, universe of platforms, networks, uh, tools, resources, we are at hand um, of every organization, every institution, every company, but also every human being. Well, at least most of human beings still many do not have access to the internet, but they will have soon, hopefully. So uh, many years ago, before the internet, uh, Priya in India or Andy now in Spain, previously in Argentina, we were um, only connected with our circle of people uh, that, we, that we met at school, at the university, at the club, uh, from the family, etc., etc. Now, Everyone that has access to the internet, a smartphone or a computer or a tablet, and a little bit of passion, commitment, creativity, and something interesting to say or to share can reach 
and a, a global audience. And, and yeah. that really changes everything. And not only changes everything for people, but also for companies, because uh, we want to know who is behind a brand. We want to know the faces and the names and the stories behind the brand, because the more human the brand becomes, the more interesting the, the story becomes of that brand for everybody. So yes, everything changes from a rich perspective, from a resonance perspective, but the essence of building a good reputation and building a human brand remains the same. Yeah. So what are, uh, what are the main elements according to you which people should keep in mind? Because I think, as you said, over the years it changed, like from... Uh, when we were young, there were billboards. There are still billboards, but uh, people would prefer digital billboards or uh, digital platforms, social media platforms. So what are the main elements of branding which an organization or a person doing personal branding should consider? Okay. Um, first of all, I think that uh, both worlds, online and offline, are much needed. This is not a discussion on whether we should be online or offline. Brands that are not on plus off, they are out. Yes. So maybe you need a billboard and you need a, a, a good post in, in Instagram or you need a, a good a, a, a post in your blog and maybe you also need a, an advertising on the local radio. I mean, Depending on the audience you want to reach, that, that would define the platforms or the media you will need to embrace to reach that audience. But the essence of the brands uh, remain the same. Uh, we are looking for brands that are honest, that are authentic, mm. that are trustable. Uh, we're looking for brands that uh, live their purpose the reason they believe, the reason they exist. Uh, and uh, the more uh, human the relationship is between a brand and its employees, the brand as uh, and their customers or clients or stakeholders, uh, the best. Uh, we want brands that are consistent mm -hmm. uh, between what they say and what they do. We admire brands that are committed to improving people's lives or impacting positively on society and on our lives and also on the environment. And uh, I believe that um, the more brands understand that the role they have in society has really evolved from the 20th century to the 21st century, yeah. that is not only earning money or being profitable, but also uh, improving, as I said before, people's lives then brands are starting to uh, write a fascinating and challenging new chapter of the amazing story of brands in the world. Absolutely. I think that is so correct. While building a brand, we know that we have to establish trust. We have to establish empathy. We have to establish authenticity because I think audience these days are very smart. They'll just catch any fluff that is going on so <laughs> authenticity to my personal experience is one of the important things which audience see indeed i i cannot agree more 
um, we are um, hating or ignoring brands that hate or ignore people. We are hating or ignoring brands that are greenwashing or social washing, but definitely we are loving and respecting uh, brands that are being uh, full of trust, uh, respecting employees, committed to building a better society and a better world. And uh, brands all over the world are um, disputing the same. They are all uh, uh, chasing our time, our attention, mm -hmm. our love, and our money. Yes? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, it's not about uh, companies or brands within a, a certain industry uh, or sector. It's all the brands co competing with all the brands uh, for the same. So brands that are more authentic, that they really uh, love the people they are um, living for, um, the more uh, trustable and the more um, inspiring they are, the better. And, and, and there's a new wave of brands that are doing this in a very good way, that are the brands that I call the postmodern totems, uh, brands around which we gather because we trust them and that we feel part of their commitment on building a better society and a better world. Yeah. So, Andy, like uh, we just discussed that, you know, authenticity, trust, then employees value the organization because employees are also going out in the world and discussing about what kind in what kind of environment they are working so all these th aspects are something which we need to take care on and then uh, on the other hand that the technology is moving so fast like we now we have metaverse or high-tech technologies where a lot of things can happen. So do you think branding gets affected with the upliftment of technology or uh, how do you see uh, the future of branding with these tech? I think that the, the, the most tech that is available, mm -hmm. the more the need to remain human. Yeah. Uh, so to me, branding has to um, fix the focus and stay focused on people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, brands are people, companies are people, mm -hmm. employees are people, and clients are people. So if you want to understand the business of the future, you need to understand people. Okay. Of course, this enormous amounts of uh, improvements in technology, platforms, tools, artificial intelligence, big data, chatbots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're more than welcome, but they are welcome if, they, if you know how to use it, how to transform big data into smart data and smart data into human data or human solutions, therefore. I think that we need to um, put again into value social skills and yeah. soft skills. Uh, we need to humanize technology. Technology mm -hmm. cannot remain a territory for engineers, coders, or programmers. Correct. We need to put a, a, a love and, and, and soul and heart into technology so it can become more uh, human in, in all means. So the future of brands and brandings, to me, uh, is going to be a challenge on how we can blend 
the best of uh, people with the best of technology. Okay. How we can put into value uh, these two, uh, let's say, separate parts of the same formula yeah. uh, to keep like a, 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 a fight between them, but to create a big hug between people and technology uh, to, to, to keep humanity um, as the epicenter of everything that it's being developed, created or transformed. Wow, Andy, this is an eye-opener for me because, you know, like if I consider myself as a consumer and I speak to some chatbot, which is not giving me a human experience, probably I would not to I would not like to buy stuff. I'll not like to interact as well. So maybe I interact with a ch chat box who speaks just like you. And then I consider that it is Andy speaking to me and I feel overwhelmed, happy and joyous and probably I'll go and buy stuff. So probably intermixing of that human element is very very important indeed uh, i think that there are um, certain situations in the in the client journey where you may need to use technology but you need to uh, design the technology in order to make it as human as possible because um, we are not ready yet and technology is not ready yet to interact uh, the way we expect from technology to interact. Okay. Uh, we are seeking for empathy. Uh, we are seeking for understanding. We are seeking for solutions. We are seeking uh, for a little bit of love as well. Yeah. And machines can be very efficient and can be um, very good at that. But uh, look, you are in India. I'm, I'm in Spain. Probably we have... Um, on the surface, very little things in common. But I am sure that if we dig in, we are very similar. We, we, have, we have dreams, we have challenges, we have pains. We love uh, uh, the people we love. We want to transform our dreams into reality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, if we share 99% uh, of our genomic code, um, people are more similar than we feel, than we think, yeah. sorry. So how is technology uh, understanding people in order to uh, bring uh, empathy uh, and love uh, and, and, and caring into their relationship and not put us in a defensive mode because the algorithm or the chatbot is not even understanding our accent or our communication? Correct, absolutely. It is so, I think there is another famous, uh, I don't, I should not say famous, but a technique which is generally used with branding, which is called emotional marketing. So if you do not understand emotions of the person speaking to you, I think it's very difficult to probably portray the right message to that person, whatever message you want to portray. So I think emotional understanding of people has somewhere become very, very important. Absolutely. Uh, people, uh, we are we are coming from, from dust from the stars. Yeah. Uh, our, our very beginning is poetic. Yeah. Uh, we, we love stories. We are inspired by stories. Uh, we, we want... 
to see movies that make us laugh or make us cry. Uh, we love superheroes, even though they are from movies or they are from 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 our uh, routinary life. Uh, we want we want to uh, we are connected when there is a song that uh, take us uh, to an imaginary travel to our youth on our summer holidays yeah. or to remind us of a person that was important in our in our life. So certainly and and, and for sure, if we are what we feel, how our brands decoding how to connect emotionally with people. Yeah. Because most of brands are connecting emotionally with people, but in a bad way. They are making us angry. They are making us uh, to hate them. We, they are making us uh, uh, frustrate uh, because they, they are not understanding us. Uh, so if we can create a bonding uh, with love, respect, trust, inspiration, admiration, and so on, yeah. Then the opportunity to, for brands to 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 grow uh, and to improve uh, in all their fronts, economic, financial, social, cultural, etc., could be massive. But uh, brands are too wary about uh, trying not to fail than discovering ways on how to to do things in a better way. Yeah, absolutely. Sandy, we'll come to next question because I know you are aware of laws and you are one of the experts. So we consider trademark as the main focus element in branding. But do you think there are other elements of IP which are involved with brand branding and we should take care of them as well? I, I think um, I, I am an advisory director for the uh, IMTA board. Hmm. Uh, uh, my background is uh, not legal, even yeah. though I am uh, surrounded by legal experts, so I am learning a lot. I am contributing with another vision, a complementary vision, just mm. to uh, contrast uh, all these uh, needs uh, from a client perspective as well. Um, uh, we have a lot of, of things to do. Uh, first of all, there are so many uh, companies, SMEs, big corporations that are not still aware of the uh, importance of the, not only the trademark, but also the IP protection in general. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, I think uh, we still need uh, to share with the world why this matters and why this is important. And maybe for IP practitioners uh, that have been discussing about this since ever, it could be boring, but believe me, uh, the big majority of the world hasn't heard about this. They don't understand about this. And we, we need to, 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 to bring the voice and the, and the importance of this to everybody. The, okay. the, the importance of brands is every single day more and more relevant, protecting the brands, uh, protecting the ideas, protecting everything is, is absolutely critical and relevant. So uh, sharing with the world, I think it's a very important first step. And the second first, uh, the second step is to try to bring together uh, the, the marketing and branding world with, with the trademark world and, and try yeah. to, to, to join in, in, a, in, a, in a bigger, more elevated uh, conversation about uh, how we can not only uh, uh, protect, but also, but also discuss 
what, what's the importance of this for the next decade and beyond, uh, what are the pending issues and matters that need to be addressed, and what can we do uh, to, to close that gap. Correct, Andy, and I, I think I, I'm so privileged sitting here with you because I know many, many times when we uh, tell people about trademarks and why they should protect trademarks, they think like, okay, these are lawyers, probably they, that is their job, that's why they telling, tell us. But I want to say this to every listener that your lawyer is your partner, that they also want your brand to grow. So I don't think any lawyer will give you a wrong advice. So it's better to take those proactive steps and protect your brand and your branding so that you do not have to face irrelevant challenges in future. Indeed. And uh, look, um, I, I, I am part of an organization that is called Totem Branding. Yeah. We create and transform brands across the five continents from hospitality and tourism to, to sports and entertainment, from real estate and retail to fast-moving consumer goods and banking. I mean, you name it. Yeah. And for us, uh, uh, creating new brands and new products and new services, uh, the protection of these brands or products or services is, is essential. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the lawyers we work with uh, are amazing. They, they are... Uh, so um, they help us so much with the strategy, mm-hmm. with, with, the, with the needs, uh, with the potential problems that could arise. Uh, but we are uh, working together and jointly from, from scratch, not at the very end of the process. And that really uh, creates a better process for us as, as a brand partner for a company anywhere, but for the company as well, they save money, they save headaches and they have solutions uh, faster and safer than they expected. So yes, I fully agree with you. Uh, we need to see our IP practitioners as strategic partners and work together and jointly, not only about the things we know, but also to ask and understand all the things that we don't know. Andy, the one important point that, that you just said is uh... Uh, you need them from the beginning. It's not. Uh, it's not a firefighting situation because most of the people will come to a lawyer only when there is a firefighting situation. <laughs> Either they have received a notice or a cease and desist notice, or there is some problem, and then they'll rush to a lawyer. So I think those proactive steps from the very beginning are important so that these situations do not come. Up. Yes, I, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I, I was uh, in Miami at the leadership meeting um, with the INTA uh, board and, and, and the big conference. And let me tell you uh, the, the talent, the passion, the commitment, uh, the trust that uh, this community uh, is sharing uh, is amazing. I, 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 I was uh, gladly surprised and very much inspired not only about the technical knowledge, but also the the human quality of all these uh, experts. And I believe that the more we can expand uh, this voice, the better for everybody, uh, the IP practitioners, but also for companies. Everybody wins. Wow. 
so i i i will probably be seeing you in inta in singapore this year hopefully hopefully we will meet in singapore in 2023 yes okay perfect so andy also mentioned that you have worked, worked in many countries many continents and many uh, diverse sectors so can you tell us some interesting example like how branding is different from one sector or one geographical area to another okay um in general i, I have to say that uh, um branding is uh, so global uh, is so international that the essence of branding do not change from country to country or from industry to industry the essence of the brand uh, starting from the purpose the mission the vision the values the personality the tone of voice the value proposition the strategy the positioning the culture the, the the talent the the, the leadership uh, the the design of course the how the, the 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 journey of the brand is being designed uh, all the rollout of the experience of the brand both internally and externally the elements uh, that are extended into communication pr uh, marketing advertising etc etc Uh, the, the the virtual spaces and the and the brick and mortar spaces it's uh, it, the, the, the the changes are not that much according to a region or to a sector but they they change according to the leadership yeah uh, there are leaders that are convinced about the power of good branding there are uh, some other leaders that are not very much convinced but they are trusting the, <laughs> the knowledge of branding experts and there are some other people that they believe that uh, the way they have been doing things up to now are enough for succeeding yeah. in the future without understanding the changes that are being uh, uh, that are happening as we speak uh, yeah. because uh, maybe maybe 20 years ago talking about ethics was not as critical as it is now. Yeah. Maybe sustainability was there, but not as much as it is today. Maybe talent or human capital, as some call it, I hate that, uh, is very important. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is, is critical. Gender gap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, if branding is everything and you are not understanding and believing in branding, then Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> so uh, it's more cultural from organization to organization than from country to country or from industry mm. to industry. Mm. Wow, awesome. I think you, you have mentioned it very, very correctly that people ha now have got more awareness to probably speak about these topics and think about these topics, which I don't think 20 years ago, uh, the, that was the scenario where people were speaking about empathy, authenticity, building relationships and things like that. So now people have more awareness, they are speaking about it and they want to experience that. But, but also, uh, and uh, I, I totally agree with that, but on top of that, mm -hmm. there is data that is showing that uh, there is a common thread among the most valuable companies in the world. That yeah. is that they have a very strong brand. <laughs> so 
investing in branding, as the, the, the phrase is mentioning, is not a cost, it's an investment. Got it. A good brand has a very strong return on that investment. Yeah. So now we can not only speak about the importance of the brand in everything we have mentioned up to now, but also it's good for the business. Yeah, absolutely, so, uh, it's an investment. Absolutely. So um, even for the non-believers on, 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 on the power of a good brand, uh, at least believe that it's good for the business and eventually you will change your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So Andy, now we'll do a quick rapid fire round, which is our three to one rapid fire round. Answer these questions very quickly. Three things you are grateful for. Um, I am very grateful for, for my family and for my friends and for my uh, team and for my clients and uh, and for having good health uh, all the all these people and myself i think uh, these past years of covid um, uh, reconnect us with the importance of a good health and uh, knowing that we are very vulnerable uh, now uh, make me be more grateful with having good health and my loved ones, of course. Wow, awesome. Two traits that you think are useful for an innovator looking for branding or developing a company. Uh, repeat that, please. Two traits that you think are useful for an innovator. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, while in the 20th century, the big company was eating the small company in the 21st yeah. century is the fast company that uh, is having for breakfast the, the slow companies. Yeah. So it's not that much uh, about size anymore, uh, even though you are a company or a person. Uh, to me, it's about mindset. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's time uh, for people that are brave, uh, they, for people that really believe that uh, innovation is key yeah. for starting this new chapter of our uh, human um, history, and that you cannot discover a new world using old maps. Yeah. So uh, the more uh, open your mindset is to the things that challenge you, that create fear on you, that make you feel uncomfortable, those are the things you need to tackle. Absolutely amazing. So, Andy, now one aspiration you have for the future. Um, well, on a professional uh, point of view, uh, one of the things that I have discovered working, uh, creating or transforming brands in the five continents for the past almost three decades uh, is that... Um, Brands uh, are really having a new role. Uh, therefore, I am having a new role as well. So what's that new role? Um, if more than half of the world population believe in businesses and companies to improve people's lives, more than they trust politicians, uh, uh, I, I think that the best brands or the better brands we build or transform, the better companies we will have. If we have best better brands and better companies will have a better society and if we have a better society we will live in a better world 
So my ambition is to keep working and helping companies to create better brands, to impact positively in our society so that we can live not only us in, in a better world, but also our children and grandchildren in the near future. Beautiful. I love the analogy you gave with companies and uh, the politicians. I think companies are doing really well. <laughs> so Andy, any final thoughts before for our audience before we conclude? Um, final thought. Um, I, I have to confess that I am uh, very inspired with this space, with this opportunity. Um, you are in India. Uh, I am in Spain. I was originally born and raised in Argentina. Uh, I, I don't even know how we uh, uh, discover each other, but here we are speaking. It's late at night in India. Mm -hmm. It's almost evening here in Spain. Um, I, I love to see... Uh, your, 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 I can feel your passion, your commitment. I, I can feel that what you do is something you love. Uh, and it is shown that the energy, the vibes are coming through whatever satellite is connecting us. <laughs> and, and I think this is fantastic. There, there are so many things that uh, unite people more than they separate us. So the more we can stress on the things that uh, connect us, uh, the better for everybody. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's in India, in the US, in Argentina or in Spain. We all smile in the same language, wow. and uh, I am very grateful for the opportunity of having this conversation with you today. Thank you so much, Andy. I, my smile became wider because of your words, and <laughs> I love the way we both are smiling today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey there, thank you for attending today's session. If you enjoyed today's session, do follow our channel and consider sharing it with a friend. My name is Prigya Arora, daughter of inspiring parents, alumna of IIT Khadakpur, engineer turned lawyer and entrepreneur, and now founder of PA Legal, where we help creators and innovators protect their intellectual property. Thank you.